Hello everyone, my name is Shami Yallop and welcome to the first ever episode of The New Normal. Today we're going to be talking about life amidst a global pandemic and how things have changed since March. But before we get into that, let's roll the intro. Well, where do we even begin? It goes without saying that 2020 has been a whirlwind of a year. A year ago, I couldn't even imagine being where we are now. Schools moving online, hundreds of thousands of people left unemployed, and the world's in a crisis of nearly 2 million dead from the coronavirus. It seems like decades ago that we were able to leave our houses without worrying about wearing a mask or staying six feet apart from everyone we encounter. Bizarre. Perhaps my strangest experience this year has been working during the pandemic. Now, I by no means have been on the front line like the brave healthcare workers across the world, but this summer I started working again as a lifeguard. At first, I was unsure if working this summer would be possible with the coronavirus and precautions being put in place by the government, but it happened nonetheless. As a lifeguard, my duties, which typically included cleaning the pool and washing those in it, grew. With a whole new set of responsibilities, every day before and after work, I was required to disinfect every chair, every ladder, every table, every doorknob, basically everything anyone could touch. People were no longer allowed inside the lost and found, not allowed to use it at all. Everyone, including myself, must wear a mask whilst outside of the water. Naturally, not everyone was thrilled about wearing a mask in 90 degree weather, which meant I had to go over and remind them that if they didn't wear it, I would have to kick them out. Definitely not a fun task, but one that is instrumental to curbing the virus. Now, another major issue the virus has caused is found within the education system. For one, lack of interaction caused a plethora of mental health problems with COVID, nearly tripling the depression rates amongst U.S. citizens. Another major issue students are encountering is missing major events, such as graduation, prom, or the start of high school. On that note, let me introduce Jerry Galp. Jerry is a student at Yeovil High School, who, like many across the globe, is missing out on the true freshman experience. All right, thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Thank you, Jamie. It is a pleasure to be here. The pleasure's all mine. Now, let's jump right into it. How do you think the coronavirus has affected your ability to start a new school and integrate into a new social scene? Well, I mean, of course I miss talking to my friends. You know, you can't really see them as much because I personally don't have a lot of Zoom classes with them. Um, it's either like English, but... And, you know, when we do, hopefully, if we uh, go back to school, you know, it'll be hard to, like, navigate because we did go back, but that was really only for, like, two weeks, and still it was hard to, like, get the full, um, surrounding of the high school compared to it inside to the middle school since it is a lot, um, bigger. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, going off that, how do you think that online school compares to in-person school on an academic or on a social basis? Um, I, I think I'm like one of the few people that doesn't really see that much of a difference. Like, like yeah, sure, of course you learn up more in person because it's like face to face. But I mean, on Zoom, I feel if like you uh, if you uh, uh, pay attention and you just like really focus in on the lesson, you can learn 
and I think people just zone off more, which is why people think it's um, harder to learn online. Yeah, that's definitely an interesting take. So how do you think the coronavirus has affected your ability to get involved in school activities, especially as someone new and rather unfamiliar with the school? I can imagine it's been difficult. I know that some kids felt a little scared or anxious to participate in activities like sports, even with the precautions put in place. How has this affected you personally? Uh, yeah, well, uh, I, uh, well, I mean, I still have sign up for a club, but I mean, you didn't really get to learn that much about the clubs. You know, they did do a, like, a padlet thing, but still it would be, like, easier to, like, get a paper and, like, hear the leader talk about it more in person. And, um, I usually play field hockey. But, uh, you know, due to fears of the virus and all of that, I didn't do it this year. And if spring sports happen or if they don't, I may or may not be able to participate with my sister. Yeah, well, I definitely hope you get the opportunity to do more activities as the year goes on. Well, do you have any hopes as we go back into the hybrid model? Uh, I just hope whatever happens, happens in a safe manner. I mean, first off and foremost, because if it's not safe, then, you know, it's all, like, why do we even do it in the first place? Because, I mean, I'm hopeful, but I am worried, and I think we all should be, because you don't want to look at this as something like, you know, we, you should look at it seriously, and that's what needs to happen. Well, Jerry, thank you for your time. And your input. Do you have any final message you'd like to share with the people? Uh, just like take this seriously. Because I mean, do not travel. Don't do what you want to do. Do what you need to do. And that's stay home and wear your mask. Some strong words. Thank you for your time, Jerry. Thank that you. was Jerry Gallup, a freshman at Uval High School. We're in the podcast and like to talk about the vaccines. Let's just start by saying that nearly 3 million cases of the coronavirus have been diagnosed in the past 13 days in the United States alone. That is an alarming number and not something to be taken lightly. That is why the development of vaccine is essential. Let's go over some stats in regards to Pfizer and Moderna, the two most widely recognized COVID vaccines in the United States. Current data shows that both vaccines have a 95% efficacy in preventing a person from catching the coronavirus. This data is incredible when compared to earlier vaccines and such like the CoronaVac, which has been shown to only be 78% effective. We can only hope that these vaccines help us overcome the coronavirus, not only as a country, but as a planet. And while political leaders have made it clear that the vaccination process is going at a far slower rate than we had hoped, 5.9 a million essential workers vaccinated does look promising. Before I end the podcast, I just want to encourage you all to stay safe and stay home. Stopping the virus will take all of us. We are living during a crazy time. And if we have any hope to return to normal, to doing what we love, to school, to seeing our friends without the risk of a deadly illness, then we all must do our part. If you have any questions or concerns, please feel free to reach out to me on social media at The New Normal Podcast on basically every site, including Instagram and Twitter. Don't hesitate to reach out. And thank you for listening. All right, guys, that is all for this podcast. I'll catch you next time when we go more into depth on the vaccine, when it's coming, and the newly emerging strands of the coronavirus. Stay safe. Goodbye.